Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. Remember, this show is brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors, and we have a goal. That goal is to give you some really good real estate information so you can make some really good real estate decisions. Sometimes we have to look around the state of California to uh, see what's going on around us so that we can better understand what's happening right here in our local market. Um, and, but do remember, real estate is local, just like the weather. Hey, speaking of weather, we finally had some rain and cold rain, which meant cold snow up in China Peak, five inches of snow up there. So uh, they're going to be opening up and getting going. So keep that in mind. And speaking of uh, little road trips, today we are taking a road trip uh, around the state of California. We've got four different guests that are uh, we're going to be talking with from around the state. We're going to find out what's going on in their market compared to how it works. Uh, it's working with our market. First of all, from Southern California, we have Joyce Leonard on the line. Good morning, Joyce. Good morning. Hey, thank you very much for agreeing to do this. Um, tell us, what part of Southern California do you sell real estate in? Well, I'm centrally located in Yorba Linda, and I originally started my career in Diamond Bar, so I really am about 15 minutes east of Disneyland, a good marker to focus on around that area, and I go east and west and sometimes to the coast by referral. And I'm 40 years okay. in the business. Okay, so you know a thing or two, uh, even about Disneyland. A <laughs> <So>. little bit. <laughs> How would you describe your market right now? Don, it's it's moving briskly. You know, the, some of the properties are even selling in less than a week. And uh, some with multiple offers. I've even heard at the tip of San Diego, going a little further south, that there are as many as 16 offers. But in my market, we're seeing uh, one or two offers and overbidding, uh, which means the uh, price coming in over the listed price. And uh, that is just a, a crazy market. And I sold a commercial property in 21 days that would typically take a lot longer. This is amazing. So how how has the pandemic affected the housing market? Well, from my vision, the pandemic was a soft spot, as some call it, for about two months. I must say, I was slow, honestly, uh, when uh, everything first evolved and adjustments and, and such and adjusting to showing protocol um, and procedures, and even had a probate hearing online uh, in court, which was oddly and strange. But the slow uh, slow months were two months, and then there was a quick rebound and a quick recovery here in Southern California with a spike in June of uh, tremendous activity. That's an interesting way to describe it. So, because we, we think of the pandemic as something that's lasted 10 months or so, but <clears throat> really the impact in real estate was that couple of months, and, and now um, it, it's a rebound. Where It truly is. The an, recovery was quick. 
Yeah, yeah. How about if we did not have a pandemic? This would have just, 2020 would have just been uh, a normal year. How do you think housing would be right now? Because there were people that were talking for the last two or three years saying, oh, we're heading for a recession. Do you think that would have I don't see a recession. I truly don't. The market um, has rebounded. Spring, basically, if you're looking at a calendar, move spring over to summer and we got you. Interest rates have, have been uh, historically low, as we all know, and probably will be for the duration. And basically, appreciation and building equity and home ownership is, is the best way to wealth. And so the pandemic, it was a rough patch, and I say soft patch, but uh, the market has definitely rebounded. And how it would have been is the typical spring. Instead, we had spring and summer, if I might. Mm-hmm. I know that earlier this week you attended a economic forecast um, for, uh, from the National Association of Realtors. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, yes. Uh, they're calling it a K-shaped recovery. And um, I really think California, you know, we're always a little bit different. We're really a V-shaped recovery. So the top of the V, we're just heading into a great market. And then we hit bottom quickly, that point of that V, and then shot back up in June. And um, the, the overall look is very positive. And low interest rates, low inflation, interest rates should hover around 3% for probably the next two years with a slight change by the Fed's possible in 2022. So it's the best time to buy and uh, uh, build that wealth and, and take on home ownership as, uh, as it, the rates are so fantastic. Yeah. So what was the interest rate on your first home? Gee, the interest rate on my first home was around 9%. And, of course, you know, today's rates, I, I really think it's an opportunity that should not be missed. And, you know, sure, living in the million-dollar average home. Yes. Yeah, look at all that extra purchasing power because the rates are in the twos, not the nines. So Absolutely. it's an amazing time. It is truly the yeah. best time to buy. What do you feel, is it the interest rates that you believe are driving this market, or is it something else? I think it's the desire for home ownership, Don, and it is uh, the largest investment uh, most of us make in our, in our life and the greatest and best way to build wealth. And those interest rates are definitely the lowest I've seen in my 40-year career. And this truly is the best home buying season ever. And that was also in uh, the NAR report the other day. Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. I, I have one last question for you before we have to go to our commercial break. But, Joyce, could you give us what your best real estate advice is? My best real estate advice is this. If you're in the market looking, stay active, do it now. Be strategic in placing your offers and um, get really good advice 
from your local realtor. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And um, Joyce, nice talking to you and uh, hope you have a great weekend and a great holiday. I know you've got some grandkids that uh, you spend a lot of time with. I do. Thank you, Don, and to you as well, and I will see you very soon. All right. Thank you, Joyce, and we will come back right after this uh, next commercial break, so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we continue on our road trip around the California housing market. And now we're heading, we're still in Southern California, but we're heading east out to the Inland Empire, and we have Michael Stoffel on the line. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Don. How are you? Doing good. Hey, thank you for uh, being a part of this. Thanks so for having me. So tell us, what, what areas do you cover? So I work in the uh, Inland Empire of Southern California, which is uh, made up of pretty much Riverside, parts of Riverside County and San Bernardino County. So mm-hmm. looking at about like an hour east of L.A., an hour to the beach, hour to Palm Springs, hour to the local mountains. Hey, and five hours to Fresno. Hey, you know what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you cover one of my favorite areas of the state, which is Loma Linda and Redlands. I love that area. Yes, sir. That's where I grew up in Redlands. Ah, all right. So um, how would you describe your local market right now? I mean, it's on fire. I mean, uh, homes <laughs> homes that are priced properly are selling in days. Uh, many of them, you're looking at like 20000 <laughs> over list price. You know, ten or more offers. Um, a lot of the sellers are even asking the buyers to remove their appraisal contingencies and pay the difference. Uh, it's it's definitely on fire. And this is not what we would have expected back in March. Back in March, I think we were all thinking, "Uh oh, <laughs> what's going to happen?" Yeah, it was de- that was definitely a a confusing time for for everybody. You know. Buyers weren't sure how to look at houses. Sellers weren't sure if they wanted people in their homes. Um, mm-hmm. we're, I think we're pretty lucky that the California Association of Realtors really stepped up and, and helped us with uh, guidelines and plans to make it work. Yeah, yeah. You know, and as obnoxious as those PEED forms are, the Property Entry Advisory Disclosure, yeah. that's what's getting us in the home. So uh, you got to like them. I shouldn't have said they're obnoxious. <laughs> that's that's bad journalism. I'm leading you to a conclusion. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So um, your market's on fire. What what's a average price in your area, and what is it by? So I mean, you're looking probably around four fifty, and uh, that's going to get you like a three bedroom, two bath. Um, Anywhere from, you know, seventeen hundred to two thousand square feet. Now that's that's specifically like you know my specific area, but uh, you've got some areas like Redlands or Rancho Cucamonga where that jumps up. But uh, but 
but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's about what we're at. <laughs> All right. And then, of course, with the interest rates, that, that allows so many more buyers to be able to purchase that average home. Totally. I mean, the, the rates are amazing. Yeah. You know, I asked Joyce earlier, what was the interest rate on her first home? How about you? What was your first interest rate? I want to say it was like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And you probably thought that was about it. We were probably yeah. still saying that was historically low. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, th- this is amazing. Is Do you feel like that is the big thing driving this on-fire market, or is there other things involved, too? I mean, that's for sure a, a huge factor, right? Um, but it's also, you know, the the super super low supply with the super low rates and causing that, that, you know, high demand. I think there's also the fact that people who were locked up in apartments, basically, with no yards, you have a lot of these people who are like, wow, you know, if I'm going to be working from home or if I'm going to, you know, be locked down again, I need to have a yard. I want something with a little bit more space. Maybe I don't want to be stuck in the city. So where we're at, we're actually seeing a lot of people leaving the city and coming out to the suburbs. So leaving Los Angeles and coming east to to your area. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and you got to hope for them that the <clears throat> remoteness continues on or, or the ability to work remotely. <clears throat> All right. Um, if you could um, forecast what, let's say we did not have a pandemic this year. What, what would we, what would our market be like right now in December? Oh man, it's hard to say, but uh I I mean I think we'd still have the low inventory. Um I think the rates would still have been good, just not amazing. Or I mean they they probably I guess we wouldn't have known what they are now, so they probably still would have been amazing for us. You know, in the uh, good point, good point. So it just been um I think the amount of offers that we're getting may have not been as uh as crazy. So that's that's the really hard part here um, right now is, you know, the the average buyer is not able to break into a house as easily as somebody who's done it before and has a lot of money saved up. And so, do you have buyers that are getting frustrated? Maybe they they've been on the losing end of multiple offers, and if so, what do you tell these people to keep them going? Yeah, it's just you know having to be patient a lot of them are actually looking outside of the areas that they were originally looking in you know people were laser focused on one specific market and now i've actually got buyers who are looking anywhere from you know a 50 mile radius just so they could get into something Mm -hmm. wow it is amazing what has happened to our real estate market. And I I feel like there is a new appreciation for homes. Like you were saying, people now, yeah, it's like if if we got to live here, 
and it's our home, our office, our schoolroom, our playground. Better like it. Totally. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. One last question before we go to our commercial break, Michael. Give us your best real estate advice. Uh, I mean, right now, it's to make sure that you're 100% approved for a loan before you jump into this market and to save as much money as possible so that you can be competitive. And as always, make sure you use a realtor. Yeah. Hey, that's really good advice to be 100% approved because I see a lot of buyers wanting to get in and they're, they're, you know, not really sure on the type of financing. They're not, they're not laser focused on the financing. So that is good advice because if it comes down to the seller choosing offers, uh, and they see a strong pre-approval letter from one, they're probably going to go that route rather than somebody who's not 100% approved. Totally. I agree. Yeah. Hey, Michael, thank you very much. I'll let you get back to your kids and your wife, and um, thank you for, for calling in today. And with that, we are going to go to our next commercial break, so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio. 940 ESPN. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we are on another road trip, a road trip around California's housing market. We've been down in Southern California, talked with Joyce Leonard and also Michael Stoffel, Orange County, and also the Inland Empire area. Now we're going to jet all the way on up to Northern California, and we have Chris Kutsky on the line. Uh, good morning, Chris. Good morning, John. How are you? Great. Thank you very much. So is it warm and sunny up there in your area? <laughs> it's crisp and sunny, uh, a little chilly. We had a little snow last night. <laughs> All right. Great. And we had snow in this area, too, so our, our ski resort gets to open up again. It, I don't uh, think we have That'll be great. Uh, we, we have snowmaking machines here in the right conditions for it. So but tell us what area that you sell real estate in. Well, I'm at the very top of California, so for people to clearly understand, um, my offices are in Wairika and Mount Shasta off of the I-5 corridor. So to the south is Shasta County. To the west is Humboldt County. To the east is Modoc, And the rest of it is Oregon. So, you know, we are mm-hmm. that nest egg that's in the far northern California. So I'm going to take a guess. I'll probably be wrong. But I'm going to guess that, okay, your market's going to be a whole lot different than it was than it is in Orange County, for example. So, how would you describe your local market right now? It's crazy. It's surging. Um, we've had about a twenty percent um, increase in appreciation this year, which is a big increase. Um, we have, you know, for listing depending uh, even up, you know, fifty sixty percent numbers. 
and can't keep anything for sale. We've got a lot of people coming this way. All right. So, it, um, and I kind of set myself up there where I said I was going to guess that it would be totally different, and yet you're describing kind of what the others did too. So here real estate has always been local, but right now, because um, Joyce described her market as brisk, Michael described it as on fire, and you're describing yours as crazy and surging. So what what is driving your local market? Well, I I really feel like now our market has been picking up and picking up for the last several years, as I think it has everywhere. We didn't have so many of the um, multiple buyers coming to the table until this last year. And the lack of inventory has to be the, the biggest issue. Um, that coupled with the amazingly low interest rates. I mean, we have people getting loans less than 3%. And uh, that's just an amazing opportunity for purchasers, whether you're a first-time buyer, although with the surging market, first-time buyers are having a rough time because the cash buyers are coming to town. So we have a much um, easier, lower price point, which makes things very affordable. So speaking of price point, so if somebody said they just want a 1,500 to 1,600 square foot home, three bedroom, two bath, what kind of money are they going to have to pay to get that? If you're in the Mount Shasta area, it's a little higher um, and there's very little for sale. You're going to be well into the threes, um, on up to the mid threes probably. And of course, we all know it depends on, you know, what kind of... um, attributes the property has but overall in the county i would say our average price point for something like that would be 275 um and we're talking you know sort of a, an average nicer home uh anywhere from 1200 if you're in a higher uh price point area on up to about 1800 square feet so very affordable so actually the rest yeah, but actually your prices are very similar to Central California because our average to, to buy what I described, three bedroom, two bath, um, 1,500 square feet, you're going to look at 275 to 300,000 here. So somewhat similar. And, um, yes, I, and we're, I, we're, yeah, that's been that way. I'm sorry, Don. <laughs> Go ahead. It's, no, I was going to say that. So I would describe our market as crazy and surging, also. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Do you see this? Uh, what's your personal forecast for the 2021 market? Do you see it continuing? You know, it's interesting. I I know how I feel, and then I've been listening to a lot of economic forecasts um, across the country, and I think we're going to remain just as strong here in the coming year. It's all about getting inventory and having people realize that they have the ability to move wherever they're going. Um, People are coming to our area for freedom, for air, for space, you know, for pricing, the I-5 corridor is amazing connection for families that you have people that have to be in Southern California, but they've got families up in the Oregon and Washington area, and they're cutting the distance in half. So now mm-hmm. that people are so flexible with their workplace, 
um, as a result of the pandemic, of course, that's one of the things we can say the pandemic has done for us. Um, the first yeah. question out of everyone's mouth is, how's your internet? And can I go outside, you know? I've been in your area before, and, and I'm surprised to hear you do have internet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, okay. we have you come up You're to the not going to forgive me for that. <laughs> no, it, no. We have, that we have come up view of Mount Shasta is great. Yes. All right. Um, what was the interest rate like on the first home you bought? You know, I saw that question. I thought, for heaven's sake, I have absolutely no idea. I bought my first home when I was 19. I've never not been a homeowner, I guess. Um, and I do not recall. It seems to me that maybe it would have been in the 7 8%. I, I just really don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember. It was before the it was before the nines and the twelves and the sixteens. That's for sure. Oh, okay. And of course, back then they were probably called historically low, just like they are now. Except this time, they really <laughs> are historically low. Exactly, and of course, price points back then were you know I I paid seventeen thousand two hundred and fifty dollars for my first home. So, you know, and that was in Sunnyvale, California. So. Think about that, and mm-hmm. then you're going to talk to Jim Hamilton about what's going on with his marketplace. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jim is our next guest, and he is from that San Jose area. So, uh, And you said yours was in Sunnyvale? Yeah, uh-huh, which is Santa Clara 17000 Yeah. $17,000 you paid. Late, that was in the late 60s. So. All right. Amazing. So what would be the best real estate advice that you could give our listeners? Consult with a realtor. I think that's the best place to start. You're led so much by the um, social media and the Internet, and people are confused because different mediums are sending people different directions. The good part is you're able to find out about areas more easily. You're able to see properties coming on and off the market. You take that knowledge, you consult with a realtor, and get some direction. Um, Realtors are good counselors these days. So that would be my first advice if you were looking. And and certainly, seriously consider investing in housing if you haven't. Um, It's a safe place to be. And... um, don't overextend in your credit area for your material things if you're looking at trying to purchase a property. You really need to get some professional advice. Mm-hmm. Well, and that is great advice coming from the president of the California Association of Realtors in, what was it, 2015? 15. 15, yes. All right. Well, Chris, thank you very much for uh, calling in and and sharing your expertise with all our listeners. We do have to go to our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 ESPN. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, 
and we are on a road trip around the California real estate market. And we're trying to find out how these other areas of California are doing compare, compared to our brisk and hot and, and on fire and crazy surging market here in the local, um, in the Central Valley. So I thought I'd go to the San Jose area, and we have Mr. Jim Hamilton on the line. How are you, Jim? Living the dream every day, Don. How about you? All right. Uh, you haven't woke up from that dream yet, huh, Jim? <laughs> well, <clears throat> just remember, nightmares can be dreams, too. It all depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, first of all, Jim, what, what area do you cover in your sales? Basically the Bay Area. Uh, uh, my office is located in Los Gatos, so primarily Los Gatos, San Jose, uh, Saratoga, surrounding communities, but um, have ventured okay. as far as uh, San Francisco. All right, so that's the market that we always hear is so hot. So um, I, I'm hearing stories about how people are bailing out of the the Bay Area and moving to other parts of the, of the world. Uh, are you seeing that? Is that what's actually uh, happening? No, not so much. I mean, there are people leaving the Bay Area because you are able to work remote now, and and or you might see people that are doing commutes, like from your area and Sacramento and outlying areas where they'll commute into the Bay Area for a day or two a week, and uh, mm-hmm. that works for them so they can find more affordable housing. But uh, we have more than our share of people here. Yeah. So how would you describe your market? Is it uh, moving briskly and on fire? Yeah, I, I was listening to everybody else on the call, and it's pretty similar, I think, throughout the state. Um, the Bay Area is still extremely strong. Uh, multiple offers, uh, what we call non-contingent offers, people coming in with no contingencies, and so no financing, no appraisal, no inspections, uh, contingencies. They usually have inspections coming in so they can see the condition of the property, but um uh, yeah, it's multiple offers, very, very historically low inventory. Um, the market right specifically now has, has probably cooled a bit, but that's typical around the holiday. Um, we're also mm-hmm. in a shelter-in-place order again. Um, but uh, as you know, real estate's an essential service, so we're st- still able to go forward. So you just described something that might be a different market than what we experience here in the Central Valley. In our, our market is very active, too, but the predominant buyer is still the buyer who's getting financing, needs the appraisal to, to come in, um, not, not as many cash buyers. So I would hope our well, sellers sorry, don't... I- Sorry, to be clear, we're not, I'm not talking about cash buyers. These are people who still need financing, but they're taking a risk and hoping the appraisal comes in, and if it doesn't, they've got to make up the difference or potentially lose their deposit. It's, it's a uh-huh. risky offer to put in place. I see what you're saying. Okay. And, um, okay, so I, I didn't want our sellers over here to get spoiled thinking, oh, I'll have cash and no contingencies and no inspections. Um, because our market is still a bit more conservative than that. 
Right. Well, um, we, we, in our area, Don, most sellers provide the buyers with least basic inspection, so you have a, an idea of the condition of the property. Um, but again, you're going in uh, with your offer, which basically says if I don't close, the seller could potentially get my deposit because I have no contingency of that offer, which, again, is a very risky offer to write. Yeah, yeah. So, in your opinion, what is the biggest driver of this market right now? Oh, gosh, I think there's a bunch of factors, Don, and, and other people on the call have talked about it, and, and I agree. Uh, interest rates are historically low, uh, which is a, a big factor. Inventory is low, so people are panicking, and my advice to them is don't panic. Um, but I think a, a, a bigger driver, this Look at this as kind of 9-11 on steroids, if you will. After 9-11, the market kind of shut down and then immediately just went holistic. Um, same thing here is people are, are realizing that with shelter in place and having to stay home, I want a home. I want that security. The, the physicality of the home, the space, the layout, uh, as you mentioned, my home is now an office. It's a, a schoolroom. It's a recreation center. It's the entire being for our families, for the most part. So I want a nice backyard that I've got the room to spread out in. But I think there's an underlying thing there that's even more important, and that's security, that sense of permanence, that the world may be going crazy, but I can always go home and at least feel safe there. So I think that safety factor is a big driver in people buying homes right now. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is interesting because back in March, I think nobody would have predicted our market to be doing as well as it is. And well, let me I, ask you a. Yeah, you go ahead. I was going to say, Don, that um, in the Bay Area, I'm not sure that that would necessarily hold true because our market has been very strong before the pandemic hit. Our market was starting to take off again, uh, and all indicators were we're going to have a very, very strong market. Um, and as others have said, our springtime market just shifted back, uh, which same here. Uh, but uh, the amount of activity in the market has been phenomenal, uh, and, and shockingly so. Mm. So if we never had the pandemic this year, are, do you think we would still be having a robust market? In, in this area, yes, because, again, in historic low in, uh, interest rates, historically low inventory, and the amount of money that's generated here in the Valley uh, is, again, just like no place else literally in the world, uh, which mm -hmm. creates its own problems in itself. Okay, so I asked Chris Kutsky the question. If somebody wanted a three-bedroom, two-bath home, 15, 1,600 square feet, um, what would they have to pay for that in your area? Well, same, same as Chris's market. The, that's well, the down not. payment, though, maybe right? Not <laughs> maybe not quite. Maybe not quite. John, right. our, our median price in the San Jose area, the primary areas of San Jose, is about a million five. Uh, it's it's a tough market to get into. One and a half million. Yes, sir. Wow. 
Okay, wow. It's a tough market. I mean, you can find a little less than that, but you can certainly find a lot more. And and our luxury market, um, $3 million and higher, has, is um, extremely hot as well, uh, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. That That is amazing how people can afford it there. But then with interest rates so low, and, and of course, you guys have some good high-paying jobs there. Uh, yep. I, but what, and important. that's why you're seeing people kind of some of the people going to your area that have that opportunity that may not be in that super high end, high paying job that want to own a home, but are able to work remote, and so they are looking for outlying areas that they can actually find some affordability. Mm-hmm. Speaking of interest rates, what was the interest rate on your first home? <laughs> I heard the earlier callers. I'm going to date myself pretty badly here, but my first home was 14%. And at the time that was a great rate. And we, we uh, average rates were 15, 16%. So at 14 was pretty good. Um, I still own that 14%. house. 14%. It's been a rental. Yeah. I still own that house. It's been a rental for many years. And I recently did a refinance on it on a non-owner occupied loan. And I think my interest rate is 3.125 on a 30 year fix. Uh, wow. pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Um, 14% and yet people were buying homes back then. And, and oh, yeah. that's got to be a, a big driver. Yeah. Very different market. Uh, very different way we did real estate then. Um, but yeah, that's, like I said, interest rates, it's all, it's all relative though, Don. I mean, as interest rates go down and prices go up, Yes, you can afford a lot more house today than you could a year ago or or five years ago, uh, but prices have gone up too. So there is, there is still that affordability factor that we're running against that the higher the prices go, the less people can afford to buy a house. All we right, get, we, Jim, we have about 30 seconds left. One last question because we have about 30 seconds left. What's yep. your best real estate yep. advice? Patience. Don't panic. Make good decisions. Listen to your trusted advisor, your local realtor. You can't go wrong. But be patient in this market. Don't make panic decisions. All right. Hey, thank you very much, Jim. And thank you to all our listeners. I hope you enjoyed the road trip around California's housing market. And we will be back again next week, Saturday morning, 9 to 10. Thank you for listening to Welcome Home Radio. Bye. San Francisco Giants, 940 ESPN, the Valley's local sports leader, KFIG Fresno.